0: of the Men in Times podcast. I'm going to be recapping the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that happened this past Saturday uh, afternoon uh, in the States, or morning if you're on the West Coast of the United States, uh, emanating from the Jeddah Superdome and Jeddah Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm going to preface this by saying that I... Genuinely enjoyed the show from start to finish. I know a lot of people on social media are crying and calling it the worst pay-per-view ever. Blah, 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 you know. I enjoyed it. So, I mean, people have their reasons for not liking the pay-per-view. Oh, sorry, premium live of it. I enjoyed it. I have no serious major complaints about it. But, let me get to the show itself uh we had uh, on the kickoff show Rey Mysterio versus The Miz it was a pretty good back and forth match as I said that it would be uh and actually, you know looking at the results on here I think I actually got all the predictions correct well I mean except for technically one but I'll get to that uh yeah pretty much everything I predicted as far as winners came true but um yeah Rey Mysterio versus the Miz, uh, was a pretty good back and forth match Me, um, uh, not really anything too spectacular that I can remember, um, but Rey Mysterio won, as I predicted that he would, and, um, we had a little double frog splash at the, at the end of the match, or after the match, uh, from Dominic and Ray onto Miz, uh, you know, paying tribute to Eddie, you know, it's, uh, let me see, it's eight years, no, no. 18 years since he won the WWE Championship uh, from Rock Lesnar at know out 2004. So that's uh, the big reason why they did that. Mm. And we kicked off the main show with the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Goldberg. This one was a good back and forth solid match. Went for a good six minutes. And yeah, I genuinely enjoyed this one. And uh big... Um, you know, kind of a big deal here for the first time in Goldberg's career he lost by submission apparently uh yeah apparently this is the first time he's been defeated by by submission in his entire wrestling career of you know 20 whatever years he's been in the professional wrestling business so yeah Roman Reigns you know has that new that new little accolade to add to his his resume being the first person to defeat Goldberg by submission um yeah, now he's going on to WrestleMania to defend the WWE Universal Championship uh, against Brock Lesnar. And I think that that one actually is going to be a very, very good match. It might be the best match that they've ever had uh, from WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 34, the cage match they had at the uh, Greatest a Rumble pay-per-view, and then SummerSlam 2018. Um, and then the Crown Jewel uh, pay-per-view from last year, which so far that one is their best match that they've had. But we'll see how WrestleMania goes. But yeah, Roman Reigns retains the championship. And then we come to the women's elimination chamber match. Um, There's one, not a, not a lot of crazy spots like I, that I thought there would be. But I enjoyed the match very much. All of them performed very well. Uh, I was a little annoyed with Alexa Bliss being the last one to come out for the entrances. But she was the fourth person to go into the pod. Which was just weird to me. And... Stupid, in my opinion, uh, but you know, because she had a little her little swing inside her pod, so you know they wanted to do that for her. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed the the back and forth with Rhea uh, Ripley and Bianca Belair trying to outdo each other. Uh, and I think that they're gonna have a good rivalry down the road, um, potentially for the women's championship. Um, and and I look forward to that very much. Uh, but yeah, Bianca. Was victorious, going on to WrestleMania to take on the Raw Women's Champion, um, which I'm just gonna go ahead and say it is Becky Lynch. She, uh, I'll just go ahead and review that match. She retained against Lita, and looking at the times on here, a much shorter match than I realized. Um, but it was still a very, very good match. That's one thing. Yeah, a lot of the matches on here were shorter than than they felt, honestly. Uh, which I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't mind it. Uh, you know, each match. Told the story that they were meant to tell, and that's really all I can ask, I ask for as a wrestling fan. Giving me a good story, giving a good match that tells a good story. That's all I want, really. Um But yeah, Bianca Belair, Victoria is going out to WrestleMania to take on Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, and Becky Lynch and Lita was a very good match, a very solid match in my opinion. Would I would I say that it was the best match on the show? Mm, I don't know. Potentially, it was. Yeah. Uh, I could see the argument for why for that it was the best match. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it very very much, but um. Yeah, Becky Lynch retained, uh, after a very very good back and forth to close the fin the match. And Lita, you know, had her you know moment with the crowd, giving you know showing her respects and adulation. Uh, will this be the last time we see Lita? Who knows. You know, we don't know what plans are for the WWE might have for her down the road. You know, anything can happen in the WWE. So, um, but yeah, after the Women's Chamber match, we had uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. And the added stipulation from SmackDown contract signing was that Ronda Rousey would be wrestling with one arm tied behind her back for this fight because of an interview she had given earlier uh before that where she said that she could beat Sonya Deville with one arm tied behind her back so Sony Deville added that as a stipulation and then when the match started it was in to start off which Sonya and Ronda uh Sonya takes off the sling from her arm and she's all healed up which is contradictory to what I thought it was going to be or is contradictory the correct word I want to use no but the opposite of what I thought was going to happen, where she was in and back out of it saying she's not cleared to wrestle. But no, she was fine and faked everyone out with having her arm in the sling. Um, but yeah, this one was a good, solid back and forth. To me, Charlotte and Naomi really carried the match. Ronda Rousey still has quite a lot, quite a bit of ring rust that she needs to work off before WrestleMania. Because, I mean, her and Charlotte Filler being one of the headlining matches for WrestleMania, it needs to deliver. Especially for this being built up as, this, as a, such a stupendous WrestleMania. But... I still enjoyed the, m- the match. Ronda needs to, yeah, work on her ring rust. I did enjoy that she wore her her Olympic gi uh, for this match, as opposed to just wearing like a you know straight up full body spandex suit like the other women were doing th- on the on this show. But you know, she went back to her roots of you know when she competed in the Olympics and got a bronze medal for judo, I believe. Um, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, Naomi and Ronda Rousey uh, won the match. After Ronda made Sonia tap out, uh, when Charlotte did not, uh, refu- basically refused to come into the ring and rescue her partner. So looking forward to seeing how that story progresses between these four women, because obviously, yeah, we're going to get Charlotte and Ronda for the SmackDown Women's Championship of WrestleMania, and we're very likely going to get something with Sonia Deville and Naomi going into WrestleMania as well. Um... And then after this, we had the false Count Anywhere match of Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. And this one, much like their match at day one, surprised me with how good it was. This one was a very, very fun, solid, entertaining match. Um, And there there was the spot that Madcap had botched, where it was the reverse Alabama slam, where Madcap kind of went inward and landed right on his head. And that was just, could have been so much worse, but... Thankfully, he's okay. You know, like I said, he's he's a good in-ring talent, just a very annoying gimmick. But that's the whole point of the gimmick it's supposed to be annoying. We're not supposed to like the gimmick. Um, and yeah, very good match. Best part of it was when Drew hit the claymore kick. He did it while holding the sword in the air, which was just really funny, and really cool. I enjoyed that especially. Uh, and I was really hoping I can find a good picture of that to use in the thumbnail for this. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, and then we had. Becky and Lita, as I already discussed. And then after that, we had the um, uh, Viking Raiders and the Usos. I went to a no contest, which I was more than okay with because, you know, it was a good way to kind of break the show, have everyone calm down for all the fun shit that had gone on before that. And then we got to the main event, uh, elimination champion match for the WWE Championship, uh, which I'm just going to go ahead and say Brock Lesnar won, new WWE Champion a lot of people are angry about that, pissed off about that. I'm okay with it. Because, again, it's telling the story that of him wanting that title versus title, winner-take-all, champion versus champion match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 38. And we're going to get that for sure right now. Um, although, monkey wrench that Paul Heyman threw uh, on Raw, that he's going to have to defend his championship at Madison Square Garden on March the 5th. Uh, as of right now, it's supposed to be against Bobby Lashley, but in the match, Bobby Lashley was taken out with a concussion, although it's written re- reality, he's going out for shoulder surgery, um, and he's supposed to take on Lashley, uh, at the garden, but we shall see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, this was a fun match, uh, good back and forth action with everyone. Highlights of the match probably was, you know, Lesnar breaking his way through the chamber to just enter the match and decide to fuck up everybody, destroyed Riddle. Destroyed A Styles, destroyed Rollins, and then Austin Theory uh, was just a wonderful highlight in this match. And you know, I'm remembering like interviews that people have given where they talk about Brock Lesnar that they say Brock Lesnar if he likes you, he'll sell his ass off for you. And I'm thinking he likes Austin Theory because he sold very, he sold very well for him uh, during their segment of this match. And you know, Austin Theory, you know probably the highlight of his career so far Uh, and then they battled all the way on top of the one of the chamber pods where lesnar f5'd austin theory off of the chamber pod onto the full floor outside of the ring which you know theory landing the way he did good that he did because could have ended much much worse much much worse but yeah brock lesnar Got Austin Theory for the one two three after an F after an F five, and is the new WWE champion. And we're going into the most stupendous two night WrestleMania in history with Brock Lesnar WWE champion versus Roman Reigns Universal champion title versus title champion versus champion winner take all to main event WrestleMania thirty eight. And as of right now, we have for WrestleMania Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair and. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Naomi, and i uh, um, open challenge put forth by Edge this past Monday on Raw, which, if rumors are correct, and little hint that he gave during his promo, we're gonna be him and AJ Styles at WrestleMania, which, uh, that has the potential to be the Shawn Michaels Undertaker of this pay per view, in my opinion, and, but um, uh, yeah. That's my review of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Probably the shortest pay-per-view review and recap that I've done on here. Uh, Looking at the clock right now, it's only been 12 minutes into me recording this. So, you know, I mean, it was a pretty short pay-per-view, all things considered. But again, I enjoyed it very much. From start to finish, each match told the story that they set out to tell. And like I said, as a fan of professional wrestling and sports entertainment... That's all I can really ask for. That's all I really want from these matches. Give me a good story. Give me a reason to care about these matches. Tell me a good story from bell to bell. That's what I want. You know, I know there's a lot of fans that they just want great. They just want a lot of high impact. You know, spots after spots after spots. That's what AEW is for. You know, if I you know if I can take a moment to t- talk about AEW right now, and I've talked talked about this with other people, AEW, they're they're. What they succeed in is their match quality. They have, they have. I can, I will go ahead and say, it. nine times out of ten, they have superior match quality to WWE. But they lack in consistent storytelling, in my opinion, and a few pe- other people do agree with me on that. But yeah, they they are consistent in the match quality, but they lack in storytelling, in basic storytelling, consistent storytelling, strong storytelling. WWE, they have great matches every now and then, but their bread and butter is their storytelling. And, again, I love a good story, and I'm hoping AEW can work on that. I mean, especially because they have so many people on their roster, so many veterans, so many people that are working behind the scenes and coaching everybody. They know how to tell a good story. Why don't they utilize that and execute that much more, you know? But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Men Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed watching. If you're watching on YouTube, listening uh, to this podcast, if you prefer the audio-only version so you don't have to look at my face, um, please subscribe uh, if you aren't already. YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Breaker, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Reason, Podbean. Uh, All the direct links will be in the description for this episode. And, And support me by purchasing some something from my monetized podcast store i have quite a few designs that i am very very proud of to have worked on and designed myself um and working on a few designs right now am not gonna say what they are uh once i get the finalized uh versions of them that i am satisfied with i will unveil that to the world and um check out my past content my uh you know of course, the best that I'm gonna be trying to, I'm gonna be doing hopefully very soon. Um, so the one that I'm actually planning on doing next is for the Harry Potter series, but I wanna ca- include the Fantastic Beasts films, and I have to re-watch those. To especially since you know Cry- the Secrets of Dumbledore is coming out in a couple of months, uh, I wanna watch. I need to watch you know Fantastic Beasts and, and where to find them, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, and then Secrets of Dumbledore when that comes out. So once I've watched those, all three of those. Then I will do my worst, the best rankings of the entire uh, Wizarding World franchise, you know, from the eight Harry Potter films and then the three Fantastic Beasts films. And so that'll come sometime this summer. Um, and uh, yeah, and retro film reviews that I'm gonna try to get back into again. Uh, my classic wrestling pay-per-views, I'm gonna try to have one sometime in March before WrestleMania. Um, uh, my other movie reviews that I've had eh, since I started this thing, yeah. Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Aquaman, Captain Marvel, Fighting with My Family, Avengers Endgame, Spider Man No Way Home, X Men Dark Phoenix, uh, The Lion King 2019, Joker, Star Wars the Rise of Skywalker, Birds of Prey, Jane and Silent Bob Reboot, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, The Lighthouse, uh, The Little Things, Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, Spider Man No Way Home, um, Black Widow, um, halloween kills malignant uh yeah check out all those reviews i have them on here and i have more that will be coming soon hopefully if i can get to it uh or if i can you know just get the motivation to do so um and yeah just anything from my from my content past podcast episodes mental health stuff that i do on here as well check all that out and yeah, thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. I truly and genuinely love and appreciate every single one of you who do. I truly, truly, genuinely do. And I hope you are doing well, staying safe, taking care of yourselves and your loved ones, being good people that I know you can be. And this has been the Minitize Podcast. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one. Bye-bye.